Magic is what happens when you find balance between method and madness, science and art. Welcome to the Magic Maker Podcast, the place where entrepreneurs who want to find magic can access aha moments and simple steps to big dreams. I'm your host, Jay Nicole Smith, but you can call me Nick. Let's get started, shall we? Magic Maker, welcome back. In this episode, I am taking you through a very, very important mantra, one of my favorites. And it actually, and it might sound dramatic, but I genuinely think it could change your life. A very simple mindset shift about how to have it all without having to do it all. This is an important distinction to make if you're going to have that brand and business of your dreams and have freedom. Because I know a lot of people who have successful businesses who are miserable, and that's definitely not what I want for us. So I'm going to demystify a few of the steps of learning how to not have to do it all so that you can get more freedom inside of your business and shape your brand so it takes you where you actually want to go instead of just ending up where you end up. I'm going to tell you about how to operate in the magic zone where you can find flow and where all the good stuff seems to happen. And I'll give you a few simple steps to actually take this advice into action. So it doesn't just sit there, but it actually helps. So now, let's make some magic. I am so excited to dive into this topic today, how to have it all without having to do it all. Earlier this year, one of my business partners, dear friends, and wise mentors, Jane Harrell of Cause Digital Marketing, gave me one of my favorite mantras. She said, Nick, you can do anything, but you can't do everything. (laughs) Oh man, she totally gets me. I am one of these hectic serial entrepreneurs who really struggles to focus on one thing at a time. Can you relate to that? (laughs) I, I hope I'm not alone in this. I'm busy now learning the lesson of not just how to say no to the things I don't want to do, which in and of itself takes time, but also how to say no to the things I do want to do, which is obviously all about learning to prioritize the most important stuff. If this is something you struggle with, check out the book Essentialism. We'll put the link in the show notes. It's a great kickstart to help you learn the critical skills to focus on what matters before it's too late. So it's true. We can achieve anything we desire, but we can't achieve everything that comes to our mind that we scribble down in our notebook and add to our Trello board and to our Pinterest. And that's okay. The first step to having it all without doing it all is learning the art of the graceful no, even when our heart is screaming yes, and finding peace and joy in a few great things instead of dozens and dozens of mediocre or half-started or half-finished things. Honestly, this is a lesson I'm still working on, but I've gotten much better in the past few years. And I've had to make some big sacrifices by putting down my camera and no longer offering graphic design services, both of which I absolutely love. But I had to do that in order to focus on what matters most to me and what I'm best at and where I can do the most good. So taking that one step further, our next lesson lies in the illusion that we must get good at everything in order to succeed. 
when in fact, actually the opposite is true. Each of us have unique magic that we'll be able to leverage in order to have it all. Unfortunately, as entrepreneurs, most of us go through phases in the growth of our business where we have to wear a ton of hats and complete and own a lot of different tasks. Some of these tasks we'll be naturally great at and enjoy, and some of them, (laughs) well, not so much. During these bootstrapping years, we tend to create some, shall we call them control freak tendencies (laughs) and do it all habits that leave us really believing two great lies. One of which is that we have to do it all in order for it to be done right. And the other is that we have to be good at everything. The first one is really tough because we'll inevitably go through the horrifying process of finding and training someone and they'll inevitably let us down. Let's face it, hiring teams, delegating tasks, outsourcing, all this stuff is rife with opportunities for people to disappoint us. And if we allow that to be proof that we have to do everything ourselves, instead of proof that we need better processes and better communication, we're setting ourselves up for a business that plays small and teams that are resentful. It really takes time to get this stuff working like clockwork, and there will be a few disasters and disappointments along the way. But remember, I said there'd be some discomfort, right? (laughs) And this is one of those things that just sucks. Let's call it growing pains. Second, during these times of discomfort and disappointment, The belief that we have to be good at everything gets reinforced. And sadly, we start to load tons of shame baggage on top of our already weary shoulders. If we're not marketing people or numbers people, if we're introverts or makers, we fear that if we don't ever master what we're not currently good at, we'll never be successful. This is a straight up lie. What we need to do instead is to get clearer and clearer on what we are good at and how to leverage that to build our brand. And what we need to do to work on the whole we have to do everything ourselves mindset is to start outsourcing the other stuff. Because here's the truth. You don't need to be anyone other than who you are. You can have it all being you. You have wonderful, unique magic and you will be able to leverage that to build a brand that matters. I really believe you can monetize anything. And you need to work to get yourself and the business in a position where you have as much time as possible to focus on your unique gifts instead of feeling guilty about all the other crap that will never be your genius. One of the models I've been working on to identify where we are and who we need to balance us is what I call the spectrum of magic. This is a spectrum that all entrepreneurs will fit into somewhere. So keep an eye out for where you think you fit. I want you to imagine a gradient of color. Blue on the left, morphing gradually into red on the right, which means in the middle, the two colors are sort of 50-50, so it's basically purple. There's a diagram of this in the show notes, which you can find in episode three at jnicolesmith.com slash podcast. On the left, in the blue, we have what I call method makers, or the science department. (laughs) Entrepreneurs who fall on this side of the spectrum are planners and process people who like to reduce risk keep an eye on scaling, focus on precision, and function over form. Method makers usually operate from an outside-in approach, meaning they want to see all the facts and figures and make the most logical choice. Over on the right, in the red, we have the art department, the madness makers. Entrepreneurs who are heavy on the madness side of the spectrum are innovative, creative, full of excitement and ideas that they want to implement right away. 
This site is full of dreamers and risk takers, artists and entrepreneurs focused on expression, an inside-out approach where they follow their gut and intuition. Typically, madness makers don't enjoy time constraints or rules, but they do often love the pretty or exciting little details. In the middle, you have the purple zone, the balance of method and madness, the magic department where the science and art departments meet, where magic makers live and work. When you're in the magic zone, you're both authentic and scalable, creative and planned. The big picture is mapped out, and so are the pretty little details. This is where marketing genius lives and where most of us will find flow. Are you seeing yourself as either one or the other of these extremes? My partner I mentioned earlier, Jane, falls heavily into the method side, and I fall heavily into the madness side. And we actually pull each other closer to the magic zone in the middle. Because working with each other requires each of us to respect the boundaries and needs of the other. So while I don't need to become more method, I may need to commit to some more deadlines or have more big picture discussions than I would on my own. Equally, Jane doesn't need to become more madness, but she may need to be a bit more flexible or accept higher levels of risk to allow me freedom to do my best work. Together, we both create magic. Having the balance of the other helps us operate in the magic maker zone more often. If you identify as one or the other of these extremes, I highly recommend you find yourself a mentor, partner, or high-level team member who is in the other. That person will help you stay in magicville without having to become someone you're not. The last point I want to mention is the idea of building a brand that matters. In the first two episodes of this podcast, you've heard me refer to building a brand that matters instead of just a business in order to have it all. Well, we'll dive more into that next week, but I wanted to just say here that building a brand that matters instead of just a business means creating something inherently sustainable, profitable, desirable, and meaningful instead of something that has just one job, which is to make money. A brand that matters can afford to have a team is steeped in humanity, so it's more fun to operate, market, and buy from, and it leverages the strengths of the humans who built it. When you build a brand that matters, not only is your magic your strength and competitive advantage, so it's critical you don't dull it down by trying to do everything, but brands that matter can afford to outsource, hire teams, and invest in creating repeatable processes and systems, all of which increase efficiency, results, and your personal freedom. So to review, our five steps to having it all without having to do it all are, number one, learn to say no to some of the things that we love in order to operate in our genius more often. Number two, practice letting go, acknowledging that we don't have to do it all ourselves in order for it to be done right. Number three, accept that we don't have to become somebody different. Number four, Find people who balance us to help us operate in the magic zone more often. And number five, build a brand that matters instead of just a business. Wow, that list might only have five things on it, but it's a big five things, right? So my recommendation is that you don't get too bogged down by all of them at once, but to just have a look at the list and pick one to focus on first. The one that jumps out at you as being your biggest pain point at the moment. Which one will you pick? I'd love to know. If you want to tell me, just jump into our free private Magic Maker Facebook page and introduce yourself and tell us which one of these five you're going to start with. 
You can find this page at facebook.com slash groups slash Magic Makers HQ, or you can just search for Magic Makers in Facebook. That's it for our third episode of the Magic Maker podcast. Welcome to the headquarters of entrepreneurs who want to do good, be real, find happy, and build brands that matter. We are so thrilled that you're here. If you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or another streaming service, you can check out the show notes and links for this episode at jnicolesmith.com slash podcast. That's the letter J, N-I-C-H-O-L-E-S-M-I-T-H dot com slash podcast. Next week, I'll be diving more into the nitty gritty of how to build a brand that matters. If you enjoyed this episode, you'll definitely want to come back for the next one. If you want to make sure you never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe. And of course, we would be so grateful if you'd be willing to invest a few moments of your precious time by reviewing this podcast on iTunes so we can reach more magic makers and help them change their lives and the world. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.